You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. This is so Why? disturbing. Why to do me. people have to judge people's sex lives? Why I'm not judging we... you, but you're you giving advice. Me. You're giving you're... advice to thousands of listeners yes. right now. I'm telling you... everybody, you enhance your sex life in any way you want. If you want to fantasize, great. If you want to have sex toys, great. If you want to watch porn, great. Have fun with your partner. Don't overanalyze it like Schnark and Cam do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a sex expert, cougar, and the world's oldest living millennial. And my son is a stand-up comic, a mime, and a Buddhist clown. And together we chat about sex twice a week, once on Thursdays with a guest, once on Mondays with you. And today is with you. Yes, this is the Monday Morning After Show where we get to respond to your comments and questions. And you can reach us at Yes Text Mom. That's our hotline that you can text or leave us a voicemail. And we love it when you do. We are reporting to you live from Chicago, Illinois. And it's actually pleasant outside. Why are we here, Mother? We're here for a 90th birthday party for my daddy. The ailing father is getting a 90th birthday. Right. 30, 60, 90. It's amazing. I'm 30, you're 60, he's 90. Oh, very cool. I've been thinking a lot about that, actually. Numbers. Mm-hmm. Numbers. <laughs> Numbers. I've been thinking about like, oh, in 30 years, it'll be where you are. You're probably the most mature of the 30, 60, 90. I think that's actually actually accurate. You're probably like more like the 90-year-old. My father's more like the 30-year-old. No, 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 no. no he's are probably more like the 10-year-old. Yeah, yeah. He's more like a three-year-old. He's acting like an, ad- an adolescent. How about this morning? What did you wake up to there? What? With him tell on Facebook? What? The Facebook met, we looked at his employer. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Holy cow. So I go on Facebook to leave my dad a beautiful message about his you know, strength and character and all these other things. And I look at his profile and it says under jobs, former did not work there, exclamation mark like six times at the Karen Lee Potter Show. Well, how did this happen? I think by accident he must have written down that he worked at my show, and I don't know why, because he probably was unemployed <laughs> or retired and decided that he should put that as opposed to being, you know, writing that he was a doctor. Or automatically filled it in because Facebook saw you, he was associated with you some way. And then he decided to make sure to delineate that he never worked there with like literally <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven exclamation marks. I'm just picturing him in front the computer yelling at the screen yeah. being like this is wrong i did not work there and especially and then, because of the fact that he did not want to be associated with his daughter he made so, it visible he made it visibly and he does not work at your show he, he probably was trying to contact facebook and tell them that he did not work there 100 percent. i love that he also didn't mention this to you oh well anyway that's a good subject i'd like to bring up today which is well we got an email Hold on. Before we jump into the email, a couple items of business. One, why do we talk about sex? Oh, why don't you tell us? We talk about sex because it's not spoken about enough. Which is the subject of today's morning after show. And by, by speaking about it more, we're hoping to create a freer society. Liberating. Free love, baby. This is one of the comments that we received quite a bit from our guests, that it felt liberating to talk about 
their personal sex lives and yep. their relationship with their families regarding it too. And that is in reference to our 200th episode, which aired this past Thursday. You have we, to check it out, guys. We revisited all of our previous uh, guests. So check it out. It's on the, what episode is it? Episode 200, God damn it. Oh my. <laughs> okay. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Moving right along. Okay. Uh, uh, do we have an iTunes review? We do have an iTunes review. This one is from Adam D. 1993. Lots of info and lots of laughs. Five stars. Oh. Short and to the point there. By the way, we read this because we love when you guys leave us iTunes reviews. It makes our day. It warms the cockles of our heart. And it really helps with our search engine optimization. It it overall helps us get better guests. It's It's a whole snowball effect. Okay, so I wanted to read this one by Adam D. Cam and Karen do a really great job with this podcast, and it's actually the only podcast I keep up with. Wow. I learn a lot and laugh even more. The material discussed is truly eye-opening and sometimes makes you change the way you perceive things that are taboo in our society. This is our goal. It is our mission. I really enjoy the educational segments, but there are larger-than-life personalities that will make this podcast worth listening to. Um, You're a clown, Moot. What? Yeah, you're a larger-than-life character. Oh, I've heard, (laughs) oh, I've heard Karen talk about wanting to be a role model for being open and staying true to what sex really is all about. And I feel like she and Cam are doing that plus more. Yes, Adam, thank you. I noticed the way he phrased this suggests that, (laughs) (laughs) it just suggests that maybe, you know, you are the one staying open and true to what (laughs) sex is all about. And then Cam is this afterthought. But anyway... (laughs) I mean, you're reading into granted, it. Granted, you you definitely are having more sex than I am at this point. Hope but, once but, my wife and I have children <laughs> of our own, we're able to create and foster relationships similar to that of Karen and Cam. Definitely worth giving them a shot. Thank you, Adam. That was an awesome review, sweetheart. That's Thank a you. sweetheart. And for all of you, you when I say it warms the cockles of my heart, when I said cockles, yeah, I think of cock. Cockles. This is the whole. This is why you use it so regularly. No, it just it's just all of you a sudden do, when I said cockles. You know you use it since like day one of this podcast. You've cockles. been saying cockles. Cockles. And to be honest, you're the only person that has ever used cockles in my presence. <laughs> That's all what right. I just want to differentiate it from cock. So you wanted to read uh, some. This is the morning after show. We're going to get into these texts and, and comments. Well, it's all. I think this theme t- today should be. It comes up repeatedly how people are not able to speak to their parents about sex. And and I don't understand it And because I've always felt comfortable talking to you guys about sex, but I guess I kind of wasn't, I didn't grow up this way. You were talking to your dad about sex? I was, no. We, well, first of all, the fact that my dad was a doctor, we talked about the physio- phys- physical characteristics in, what are you doing right now? I'm stretching, I got gas pains right now. Thank you for sharing that. So we he always talked about it in medical terms, you know, instead of saying, you know, I got to go wee wee, we'd have to say I have to urinate. So I guess I was brought up with that, you know, being not afraid to call body parts as they are, penis and vaginas. Mm. However, I didn't really like to talk intimate. I didn't talk to them at all. And I think this has to do with the fact that phone calls were expensive. But when <laughs> I was down in college, I talked to them once a week on a Sunday night. That was it. Every Sunday night, I would talk to them on a landline. Because we, there were no such thing as cell phones yeah, then. Because Sunday was the only night you weren't fucked up of the week. Basically, that's true. Yes, I knew that. But the reason I'm saying that is that it, I think it eliminates the ability to, to talk regularly about what's going on in your sex life with your parents. Yeah, the, the accessibility. Right, and now you there's no reason. You call up and say, Mom, last night I boned. 
<laughs> I could have done that, I guess, on a landline. But it just, if you don't talk as frequently, you don't have that connection. So, Did you wish you had, had spoken more about that, uh, about your regular escapades on Quaaludes? No! You don't wish like them to know the intimate details of your sex life? No. It, How about, would you would you want to have interviewed the people you had sex with, with one of your parents? I definitely think I would not do that. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it either. Actually, I do recommend, I've enjoyed uh, that aspect of the show for yeah, sure. Yeah, what are you talking about? It has been, it's been really interesting revisiting with uh, the, the two uh, people I've had sex with. And uh, Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. I've but, had sex but, more, but I just haven't brought a while on the show. Uh, exactly. You you are a little whore. Um, I'm a little whore boy. <laughs> <laughs> but with the question is, why is it that in these days, when you know sex is talked about much more often in the you know media and social media, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, why are people still reluctant to talk about it with their family members? I don't know. It's this weird paradox. It is a very weird. It's like a um, such a strange thing for me to, to even observe. I can't even drive down the fucking Sunset Boulevard without almost getting a car crash because there's fucking porn on the billboards. Right. So there's so much porn out there and sexuality, and then there's also this shame writing ne- right next to it, and things like my- it's because we like you know we like to uh, get uh, involved with the stuff that we feel uncomfortable with, but we don't want to get personally involved. Yes. So th- another question, for example, is my friend said her in-law, her sister and brother-in-law came into town and they have a gay son and he's like in his 20s. And she's like, I would like to know why they've never mentioned that he was gay. And I said that who's, my nephew's gay. One of my friends. Okay. And I said, my nephew is gay. And he said, why should he have to announce that he was gay when you don't announce that you're heterosexual? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I said to her. I said, well, why would he have to announce it? Well, well you know, if you ask him a question, I'm sure he'd answer it. But All you don't right, have to make dealing it. with a couple different lines of thought here. One is why don't we talk about sex more openly with our family members? Right. And one is why do we need to even discuss our, discuss our sexual orientation? Exactly. Okay. So it's all two about communicating. It's, it's just about communicating in I general you about had sex. Something that you want. You got an email. I or something do. You I got an email. Up? I got an email. All right. All right, go on. By the way, for the record, I think this is becoming a boring episode. Hey, excuse me. I'm just, I'm just stating, very negative I'm, thing I'm to stating say. the interior thoughts I'm experiencing. Well, get over it. Okay, so it says, I know at the end of every show, you ask your guests whether or not their parents had ever caught them having sex or vice versa. Well, recently, my boyfriend and I were staying at my parents' house visiting. We were both in our 20s. One day, we were alone. He came on to me which is a pleasant surprise since in our relationship, I'm usually the one with a higher sex drive and an initiator. So I figured carpe diem, you only live once. LOL, granted this time my mom had gone to run some errands, so we figured we were, we were good to go. Needless to say, we made a little more noise than anticipated, and right after we were done, we noticed the car in the garage. We've been, we were both mortified. Now here's why I want to stop. Why are they mortified? Who cares? I would not actually want you to experience me having sex. Well, what would happen if they did? Who, that, I'd be that, like coming in with... Phrasing, but I'd I'll... be clapping. <laughs> I'd By be the way, like, that's my boy. Mom, I think All we've right. read this. We did not. Yes, we did. Where did you get this? What are you talking about? Where did you get this message? What is that? You must have read this before. No, I, I read this. it to you this morning. No, I, I wasn't listening this morning. This is from a previous episode. No, it's not. <laughs> No, it's not. <laughs> I think so. All right, I give up. What? Well, what? I, what's the punchline? What ended up happening? 
So what ended up happening is that she said she, her mother basically. I mean, it's a pretty long message. I'm just going to say she she said something passive aggressive like um, she wanted to. Uh, I asked if she wanted to see a movie later or something, and she said I would. Uh, she she replied I would have gone yesterday, but you guys were too busy playing house. Oh wow! So you hadn't heard this. I, there was one exactly like this. Okay. Well, this happens often. She had never mentioned wanting to do this the day before, but I think it was her way of being passive aggressive. There you go. Oh, my God. I must have turned super red in the face, but before I could reply, I was interrupted by an incoming call over the Bluetooth. So she hasn't said anything since, but I feel like she has been a little colder to the both of us. Oh, wow. I wish that my mom and I had a transparent relationship that you both have. Your openness with each other is admirable and so awesome. I, I don't think sex should be taboo. It's a part of life and everyone has it. Needless to say, I'm not sure why my mom and I will ever have that level of communication, but I just want to let you know that I admire your willingness to talk about something that others view as dirty or morally wrong to talk about. Thank you for showing me and others that it's okay to talk about and that we should all be a little more open. We only live once. So why not live your truth? Because of your show, I have laughed during times that were tough and learned to be more unapologetic and open myself. Thank you so much. All the best, Ash. That's very sweet, Ash. Ash. Thank you, Ash. And I don't know why your mom... uh, you know, is is judgmental about you having sex when, like you said, it's a normal thing and you're in your 20s and it's not like... And she probably had sex at some point. Uh, she had sex at some point because that's how Ash was born. Maybe not. Who knows? Ash could be adopted. Ash could be, have been artificially inseminated. All right. Most likely, Ash was her child. I know, I know, I know. It's a lot of far-fetched things that are going on in your mind right now. All right. So anyway, the point being... Why is it that people have such a hard time having a normal discussion with it? And what can you do to increase it? It seems like everybody writes in and says they want to have this relationship with their parents and they wish they could. How do they do it? I don't know if everyone needs to have that relationship with their parents. Everybody's saying they want to have it. They might want to have it, but they don't necessarily have the relationship to have that. Right. So what they, can, they, what can be, people it's do? It's a two-person relationship. Yeah, so what do or you do? Or a three-person, if you One of the things I know you do when you no, no, are no, upset you, is confront people. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It, I, I, while I agree with you that it is important to express your feelings if you're experiencing them, some people, it's not worth it to, to do that with. For example, if I knew that you were going to respond poorly and, and defensively or judgmentally, I don't think I would necessarily feel the need to come to you to discuss my sex life. I don't think that's going to help me in any way. And But confronting with a personal problem in a relationship, I think, is a bit different. Well, that is a personal problem for people. Like, she's now, pass- her mother's acting passive-aggressive towards okay, her. Okay, so now, at this point, I think it is appropriate to say, hey, you, you witnessed something. Uh, I would at least like to clear the air about this. If not, f- to, to, to actually create an understanding between them, but for her to... Exp- it might be important for her to just get it off her chest. Yeah, Ash, you should talk to your mom about it. I mean, what you might be perceiving as passive-aggressive behavior is just discomfort. Oh, yeah. And once you're, once this discomfort is alleviated, it's like popping a zit, you know, then you guys can get, you know, a much deeper relationship going. Wouldn't that be nice? It wouldn't and it be by nice? The way, by the way, Cam, yeah. you're big on this. You've taught me a lot about this. I wasn't always this con- confronted with people. Confrontational? And you, yeah. I mean, I'm not... I confront, tend to, confront, I, confront. I have, I'm the type of person that has no problem confronting a store clerk or a waiter or something to, if I didn't get served properly. How about the other day? What? At the restaurant. What? The three different movings. Oh, my God. 
that was so mortifying. I walk into a restaurant and I'm with my, my, one of my girlfriends who loves to be like the center of attention in a room and it was her birthday and I came early because she was half hour, 45 minutes late and need I say more. But anyway, I come in early and... How is that even a thing? She needs to go to a public r- yes. restaurant and be the center of attention. She likes to be in the, in the thick of things. She likes the hoopla okay. and it was her birthday. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to make it special. We go to the place she wanted to go to. It was a trendy, brand new place. The guy comes and he says, I'm going to seat you in the back. He puts me in the back room of this place. And I knew she's not going to be happy. So I said, no, this is not going to do. So he puts us in the main room. And now I'm sitting down by myself and I'm freezing my ass off. This, this air conditioning in the middle of, fucking, it's, it's freezing outside in Chicago. The air conditioning is blowing right on me. I don't understand how every time we go into a restaurant, though, you have air conditioning blowing on, you have kids next to you. I mean, it. I- it, it, it's every time. I'm very intolerant of being in a... If I'm spending money in a... My ambiance is more important sometimes than the food itself. I don't think we've ever been to a hotel. <laughs> that I've stayed in the same room I initially got placed in? Uh, uh, what is the maximum number of times you've moved a hotel room? Well, I I moved I moved four times this last time before. Four? Four different... Two different rooms in a, one hotel. Then another... So three times with the third hotel. And then fourth to where we ended up. Four so times. in that situation, you weren't just moving rooms in a hotel. You were moving hotels entirely. Three hotels, four four moves. Unbelievable. Yeah. And so in the restaurant. In the restaurant. So after I was a freezing, experience. she walks in and the first thing she says is, oh, you we're kind of stuck in the corner over here. I was ready to fucking smack her. And anyway, bottom line is after I changed seats with her, we sat for the meal. And actually, once that martini was in us, and no, neither of us felt it. fuck. Nobody gave a fuck Listen, about you know, that. You know what I found? I'm I'm like this. My mood completely dictates how tolerant I'll be of this song that comes up on Spotify for me. What? If I'm driving, yes, and I'm a good, I'm in a good mood. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a fuck what song on Spotify is playing. You can I'll be, I'll be it. Yeah. appreciative. I'll be enjoying it. If I'm in a bad mood, or I'm sleep deprived. I, I'll be. I can't find one song that sounds good. You're a little bit moody when you're sleep deprived. A little bit moody? Yes. Are you kidding me? I'm terrible. (laughs) But also, you're giving me living conditions over here that are intolerable. Excuse me. I'm so sorry. It's honestly, it's like it's if if someone put a beacon, like it's like a lighthouse is outside of my window, and there's you got these curtains up, the fucking blinds. Yeah, I I don't. They're like see through. I don't. Somehow, I think it amplifies the light. You're probably right. I gotta tell you, diffuses the light. If you use someone to help you decorate your place, they will inevitably put the most impractical type of blinds on because they had, they're they more concerned with what it looks like from the outside. Yeah, I'll tell you what it looks like when it at fucking two in the morning well, when there's a light outside. Now you it put looks paper. Like I'm, I'm, what? You put paper over the windows. Yeah, I went to Home Depot and we got these, these curtain, these uh, blind things and now it's done. Okay, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Okay, Can let's we move read on. some of these goddamn So anyway, messages? back to I, Ash. I, I, to, Ash, to, I want to I, I shout out to you. Thank you for writing this lovely note to us. We appreciate what you said about us, but I'd love it for you to let us know how it goes if you start having a conversation with your mom and see what happens. The worst that could happen is you'll be in the same place you are now where she's being a little bit um, resistant to the discussion. I think it's easy for you. Yeah, if you don't try it, you're never going to know the possibilities. Yeah, that's you fair. miss every shot you every, don't take. Every relationship Wayne is very Gretzky. different. Some people have not explored it. Some people have explored it or, or choose not to explore because they know that the parent is going to immediately react poorly, which might be an accurate understanding of the situation. 
you know what? My father reacted poorly when we told him that we were going to meet Megyn Kelly. He said, I'm not going to have any of my friends listen to uh, watch that. This is before she got called, pu- it, pulled off the show for And it had nothing racist. to do with Megyn Kelly and uh, her, her, her politics because he's very much in favor of her politics. Racism. She got kicked off for being racist. Well, he's kind of racist too. But anyway, that's irrelevant. The point is... It, that's they knew what they were getting when they hired her. It's irrelevant about okay, Megan okay, Kelly. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so when he finds out, he found out we were going to be on. The first thing reaction, his first reaction is, "I'm not having any of my friends know that you talk about sex." First of all, all his friends are dead, so I don't know who he's <laughs> who he's planning to share this with. <laughs> then the next morning, he calls me, and I said, "Okay, well, that really hurt me." For you to say that this is what my life passion is, and my and your grandson's life passion. So why are you saying stuff like that? And, you know, he called me the next day and apologized. He said, I don't know what I was thinking. I was not in my frame of mind, and I'm sorry for saying all that, and I'm proud of you for being on the show. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. You need to express yourself. Express yourself. How do you think that you created a relationship for your son to be open with you about sex? What do you think? And also, do you think... I, I hate when you put the fucking question back on well, me. Well, that's a I tough question. It's question. a fucking tough question to ask me. Oh, well, I think the- it's always just... I've been very open to you, with you. I mean... I think it's important to talk about stuff. So I will ask you questions like, are you having sex? And the answer? Negative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that you, was the first you, video we ever did. Do you think that uh, all of you, you were able to create that relationship with all your kids? Yeah. yeah. I ask every one of them what's going on. We all, have varying, to varying degrees, comfort with talking about sex, though, or, or being around sexual content. Well, now especially because then you know it's just nonstop. Even when we were having a Passover seder, someone said the word "baitsim," which means eggs, and which means uh, testicles, and I had to shout that out. And was informed we were not in the middle of sex talk with my mom at the Passover seder dinner. <laughs> of course, anything okay. sexual. Anything so, sexual. So you have not, no tip for a, on a, a rising parent. I have tips. You must talk at all times about body parts, label them, talk about sex with them, uh, talk about that it's great to have sex as long as you do it with respect and safety and, you know, just be open about it. And And if a kid asks you a question, do not shut them down. Yeah, I think this is the key for me. And I think this is what allowed me to feel comfortable coming to you with talking about this is that I never felt like you were going to judge me with with whatever I came to you with, you know? To me, the racier the topic you came to me, the better it is to talk. Yeah. Unfortunately, That's why your I didn't have much, to to, much wild shit to share with you. You've had plenty. Well, you, you've had plenty. You call me up when you're out in the, in the emergency room. That's wild shit. Right, 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 right. Emergency room because someone bites your balls. She didn't bite my balls. I'm convinced that you forgot Maybe this is why I felt so comfortable because I know that you forget every story. <laughs> you just make up whatever the fuck you want to make up in your mind anyway. No, I could have sworn you said that you your balls hurt because they were bitten. I, I could have sworn that that is not what happened, and okay. because we literally had this girl on the show and we debriefed the entire fucking thing, and there was no biting in the ball breaker episode. No, there's no biting. Well, but you said ball breaker. I assume that that had to do with someone biting him. No, no, that's All just right. a funny word. Okay. okay, can we get back yeah. to the 200th episode? Oh, I yeah. Can I? Because yeah. you've been doing an incredible job on Instagram. We oh, we had all. Guys- Got to join us on Instagram. Sex Talk with My Mom is our Instagram handle. You get to see all of the guests that we've had on giving these two-minute clips about their time on Sex Talk with My Mom. 
Recently, we posted one with Jonathan Blake, who, if you don't remember, was the 37-year-old virgin who no, no, no longer is a virgin. He, bro- he broke it at 37. And uh, he came on the show. He described his time losing his virginity. He's a clown, Buddhist, hilarious guy. And uh, I was amazed. You know, this two-minute video is about him being grateful for that experience and, and how we should approach sex. And he's like, approach it with gratitude. It was the sweetest thing. And speaking of gratitude, one way to cultivate loving kindness and gratitude is meditation. Meditation. I'm so proud and excited to say that we are sponsored by Calm. Calm has literally changed my life. Calm is an app that teaches people how to meditate. It leads you through guided meditations and also reduces your stress, anxiety, and helps you fall asleep better. Do you know, not only do I meditate, but I have my boyfriend Dee's meditating. We're both very ADD, and it's helped us calm down. No pun intended. You've been doing it every day? Every day. It has different focus areas, too. One of them was focusing, and another one was anxiety. I, I've been trying to get you to meditate for so freaking long. And I do it. We, we hear it. It has little like like raindrops going on in the background. You would not have done it had you not had this app. That's right. You wonderful Sex Talk Mom listeners will get 25% off of Calm Premium subscription at calm.com slash mom. I swear it that, has changed my life. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash M-O-M. You guys will get unlimited access to all of these incredible guided meditations. It's Matthew for beginners Ma- or advanced practitioners. So right. And Matthew McConaughey does a whole sleep thing. I love this. My mother loves it. I can't recommend this enough. It was so sweet. And the, the comments that we, you know, I was so sh- shocked. I thought because he looks, I, I don't want to Say, I'm not, I don't want to be bookish. judgmental. He looks like a nerd. Okay, you could have said bookish. Bookish, nerdish. He, you know, he just looks like a, he's just a, looks like a, like a sweetheart that you want to just like take under your wing. Okay. okay. But I thought that he'd get a lot of like broy comments, like we a lot of sexual broy like comments criticizing him. Yeah. But instead, the outpouring of love for him was amazing. Read some of these, Moat. Because he's so innocent. This this one this guy says. Enerotic says, this was beautiful and so very pure and genuine. May we all feel grateful and loved during our intimate moments. Beautiful. The second one, Ron Lane says, oh my goodness, my poor heart. It's so sweet and outstanding. I just want to give him a hug. His outlook is amazing. Heart, heart. Then... 407 Gus said, I was going to make a joke about something, but then continued to watch this video, and this sweet man just showed me a new perspective on something that people treat like a mundane act and often take for granted. Another one. This man, this is Shell God, this man right here, I feel as if his words have reached inside my chest and blossomed into a bright burst of light. Thank you, Mr. Blake, not only for your courage in telling your most memorable sex moment, but also for your incredibly kind and thoughtful delivery of it. I wish you many moments in which you feel loved and grateful to be loved, heart. And what? Then, I, sweetest he must thing have been ever. extremely touched by reading this because he then wrote to me, Happy Easter, friend, and thank you for the sharing the video. I've received the sweetest messages and comments. Hope you're doing well. I mean, can you imagine how he must feel after I, 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 it comes back to that conversation we did with Jupiter Slut, who also has a video coming out with, on us, oh, on our page. And so if you don't remember her, she's the one who did 
what is it, 50 weeks of... of uh, 52 weeks of masturbation. Uh, she would just masturbate. Videos. In, in, on video for the public, basically. It was kind of like a performance art piece, but basically she never masturbated before. She just got out of this marriage. She wanted to reacquaint herself with her sex life. And she, I said, what is your greatest learning from this? And she said, by giving other people the opportunity to accept you, you invite more love into your life, which I thought was such a beautiful thing. By, by being vulnerable in this way, Jonathan Blake gives people the opportunity to say, fuck you, you little you know, nerdy dweeb. dweeb who never had sex. Or he gives people the opportunity to say, wow, what an amazing character to, to be able to... Not char- character as a negative it, for some people. For me, it's great. Anyway, what an amazing person to, to be able to open up like this to be vulnerable and to show I've only had sex once in my life, but it was an amazing experience and it filled me with gratitude. He gives people the opportunity to appreciate him. Oh, yeah. And Did you just catch on what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, no. I'm listening to every word you said. I just am amazed by it as well. And it, it's, it's he's so vulnerable that you can't criticize him. Even that one guy said, I was going to make a joke and then I realized what this was. This is a very, because every other, we had 50 different video submissions. Now one was similar to this and that's why I put on Easter, by the way, because I thought, well, we've got the the rising of Christ. (laughs) People have to be (laughs) kind. That's a great call. Yeah, that's why I was on Easter. It is, it's almost as if love cannot exist if you do not give someone the opportunity to catch you in that vulnerable state. Yeah. Because if you don't give the, if you don't take the risk of presenting yourself vulnerably, right. They have nothing to, to, to show. They have no weight. There's no opening for them to show you that they love you. Well, and, it and does accept it, it, you. Taking that risk is the same thing we were just talking about earlier. I know. Good connection, mother. This yeah. is a therapist type of connection. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing about, you know, if you don't try to talk to your mom and dad or and express yourself, then you aren't going to give them the opportunity to love you back. Yeah. Again, it doesn't, nah, not all relationships merit that type of trust for but, the other person. But it doesn't hurt but, to try. But, but I think testing it out, testing yeah. the waters is, that, is not a bad call. That's all I'm saying is just test the waters. We got someone named Wojtek sent us a message on our, to our email, and it says... Need sex. That's it. This is the one you wanted to share? Yes. Just need sex. What do you think he means by this? I don't know. Maybe he needs sex with you. No, 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 no. Do you think he's meaning he wants... Why Why does he need sex? This what? is a good yes, question. he needs it. He doesn't why want does it. He, he need needs it. it. Why? He just wanted to let us know he needs it. Okay, this is great. You love it. Yeah. You, you brought up a very... A seemingly useless email... And it struck a chord. <laughs> what? 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 Why does he need sex? Why this? He need, maybe he needs he to needs ejaculate it. because no, he's he, building up a lot of semen. But you could, could do, that. do that on his own. True. So what he desires is a relationship. But why does he? So so the sex is. It, it, we sometimes conflate the this the act of sex with someone for. Love from another person. Oh, sometimes, the Buddhist is coming yes, out. He's sometimes, coming out. I love this. I was just reading this article on the plane. My uncle sent. My uncle's a psychiatrist. He sends me interesting articles from time to time. I'm just openly reading about sex on the plane. I don't give a flying fuck 
who's who's around me. I'm literally reading the book. She comes first, that, Betty and Kerner, which is mortifying to read it in public because there's a big like it's a vagina. It's the, a vagina on the front. It's actually a cantaloupe or some sort of like it's a fruit, melon. but it's, it's very a it's a very vulva like. And I read this on a cruise ship once, and I was also mortified while reading it. I'm not mortified at all. Very clearly taking notes, active notes. Ian Kerner's coming on the show, guys, and I'm freaking the fuck out. We have been wanting Ian Kerner for a while, and we're very psyched about him. So again, if you haven't subscribed to this, please subscribe so you don't miss when we have these unbelievable guests on. Okay, so basically, this article. Okay, so so I'm kind of this. I'm I'm piecing a lot of things together here. One is this idea that this that we feel the need for sex. Sometimes we feel it because we're wanting that human connection. In so much for sex bots, right? And but when we have sex, I think you know there's this interesting idea that this. Th- so this article uh, quotes uh, David Schnark, who is Wait, uh, really the last name is Schnark. I love this guy. Schnark. S C H N A R C H. He's a very famous psychologist, especially in the 1980s. He was writing a lot of. Uh, qu- he basically changed the way people were perceiving sex therapy. Maybe we can get David Schnark on the on the. I would have such a big boner. You would have a boner. A huge fucking boner. All right. Okay, but a, a big. So, the 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 author starts this article by saying, "This is not David Schnark. This is someone summarizing his work, basically saying." When my husband and I started dating, we quickly became one of those obnoxious couples who couldn't keep their hands off each other. They couldn't, and then they kind of weren't just. Do you know why that is? There's a hormone released in the brain called the P hormone. Yes. And this causes, this is an initial reaction only, though. It only lasts like the first year. Mm-hmm. But then she ends up saying it, it goes away. It dissipates. You see? And she's like, I didn't fuck, read that how article. did this even happen? You know, because she was like, I know that this happens to other people, but how, how is this going to happen to us? And it, sure enough, it does. It does. It's because the type of, the, the reason you guys are having sex and what you're getting out of it is, is different over time. That and dopamine so, is way different the second time. She quotes Third David Schnark saying, time. Say, the, this, so now years later, she had 30 years, okay, so, so Schnark then says, it's more, over time, the sex be, the, and relationship becomes more solid because it's based on reality as opposed to this fantasy that we have of one another, okay? Ultimately, you get through gridlock and get to a place of more honest self-disclosure where the focus is on being known rather than being validated. Oh. So you, do you understand what I mean? Being known as in like knowing that other person's body and their wants and desires. No, no, no. Not the body, mother. The soul. Oh, my God. Yes. I didn't get to that part. Yes. And by the way, they talk all about having an orgasm uh, or, or opening your eyes during orgasm. It's possible? It's definitely possible, and she's. They basically said that it could. It is perhaps the most intimate moment you can have with another human being. Now, when I'm concentrating, <laughs> the, this article, by the way, you would have so many disagreements about. Yeah, just because you write read an article does not mean that it's the way to be. How do you like this? this I don't point, necessarily believe in any of these articles. This, this point is by Kathleen McGowan, who is another sexologist. Tune in, don't space out, shutting down your brain, focusing on your sensations, and going to a trance state or fantasizing about others. All of which sex therapists often recommend may help you have a decent sex, since it is can jumpstart your thoughts. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm having trouble reading. Since it can jumpstart your engine, but by zeroing in on your body or your thoughts alone, you've tuned out your partner. You're also vulnerable to distractions. 
Okay. You know what? The hell with that. Okay, but that's not that. I, David Schnark did not say that. David yeah. Schnark basically was saying it is not about the the mechanics. It's not about the technique. It's not about taking the right Viagra or the right lingerie or whatever the fuck. It is about creating the the relationship, the intimacy of of a, in a, an honesty in a relationship that then would allow you to bring that into the bedroom to be honest and open and and get to a place of vulnerability in the bedroom. That's that's the type of therapy practices which I think is marvelous. Marvelous. Well, I'm not necessarily a big promoter of that. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I I'm sorry. No way. Why do people make such a big fucking deal about this intense need for this 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 sex that's transcendent and all this other? Yes, it's no, great. No, come on. But this occasionally, a... you don't need oh, to have that. You could just God. have fun. You ever hear "lighten the fuck up, Snark, and have fun? Oh, lighten God. the fuck up. You're killing me, mother. No, I'm not You're killing you. You're killing me. Enough with this heavy duty shit. Sometimes it's ten thirty at night. Both of you guys are horny. You how just often? Want... How often do you have that versus the others? Type of a stuff. lot of that. A lot of ten thirty at night. We're both horny. When, Let's just do how it. How often do you think fun. you have the other type of shit? The the, the deeper intense. If connection. I'm high, we can have some deep connection. If I'm high, yeah, I like that. No, Why? this is when your mind is completely altered. My mind is always altered. Oh my god, I this is so ADD. disruptive. This is so Why? disturbing. Why do to me. people have to judge? People's sex lives. Why I'm not we, judging you, but you're you giving advice. Me. You're giving you're, advice to thousands of listeners yes, right now. I'm telling you, everybody, you enhance your sex life in any way you want. If you want to fantasize, great. If you want to have sex toys, great. If you want to watch porn, great. Have fun with your partner. Don't overanalyze it like Schnark and Cam do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just no. have a good time. No, Don't mother. make it a big fucking deal. Yes, make it, it a big have deal. To be. You no, know what Nina Hartley says? There's daily dick. And special occasion cock. She's talking about a porn star's massive dick no, in the not, second. I know. Yes. I agree with that. But I'm saying it applies to sex in general. Actually, the, the pleasure mechanics talk about this too. You can have a, a very intense, uh, fucking orgasmic, uh, you know, transcendent experience with your partner on one day. And the next day, you could just have like, oh, let's have a quickie. I'm not saying, I'm not disagreeing that a variety is a nice spice to life. I'm not saying that every time you need to have you realize the sex, pressure you'd have to put on yourself no, that you're living with someone think, and every time you have sex it's got to be this let's get deep into the tantra I li- look you're into putting your eyes. words in my mouth I just literally said I like that that you have a variety of sex I don't think that you need to have Thank transcendental you. connected you. sex every time I mean, you when have you sex. say you are saying the generic you or me personally I you just said that and I agree with I agree however here's what my thoughts are I don't. I think you swing too far in the opposite direction. For my, I would, if if I'm not, because I here's why I've had sex that has been extremely connected, where I feel authentically open and vulnerable with the other person, and similarly they feel that with me. I think, and and I was told, and at the same time I've had sex, a lot of sex that is very disconnected, where I barely know the other person, and so we're basically using each other. In a, in, a, in a light way, uh, for sexual gratification and pleasure. I think we're talking about two different things here. What? There is a difference between if you really know the person and you don't know the person. That's different. Now, if you're with the same person for, like in my case, 11 years, you're yes. not going to be needing that. You, it, occasionally, it's, a, it's wanted to have this major, major intense like sexual experience where you both are like going off into outer space together. But then there's also the... 
let's just have quickly sex and yeah, just I'm get it done. Yeah, I'm saying the variety is fine, but you swing too far in the opposite in that direction. <laughs> Who's judging me? I am. Why are you judging my sex life? Hilarious. Why are then you judging? we start the interview <laughs> with saying, don't let your parent judge your sex life. And you're my kid is judging my sex life. Because I, I want to challenge you to become more, more emotionally integrated with your sex life. I, I think emotionally it's a, it's integrated. A re- it's I a representation great, I of a, your relationship. My relationship is just fine the way it is. Yeah. Just fine. It's just fine. Okay. Well, it could it's be actually, more than fine. It's more than fine. It's a good relationship. The fact that I've been with someone 11 years is pretty much a great relationship. To be quite fair, it's uh, it's I'm not in the position to actually uh, be, be judgmental because I haven't had a relationship longer than six months. Perhaps this is why. Yeah, I've had one for 24 years and I've had one for 11 years. And I could tell you something. There's daily dick and special occasion cock. Oh, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> We're, that is a. It's not the right metaphor. I, I, it's not the right metaphor, but it works for the situation. Anyway, let's move on because it is. We're gonna get a lot of comments. I'd love to hear from listeners. Do you think it's necessary to have this I just, crazy snarky? No, you're just camps. You're, you're not tantra. doing it correctly. You're what? not viewing it. You're right, thinking what? that like, oh, this is a very long. It needs to be an extremely long session. It needs to be. Very like very serious and dark and, and or heavy, and that's not what I'm describing here. What I'm describing is that you're with the other person for a moment, and you try to see the other person for a moment in the present. It, this is very different than what you're. It's it's not. I'm not saying. I guess I guess I am saying that it's not it's not such a casual thing in the sense that sometimes we look we go to sex just for this quick fix or like a um a or, for, or for validation to say for someone to say oh wow that's a hot person and you just say oh look this person thinks I'm hot I just don't think that is the goal that it, who the it, hell said that. That's what the validation means. This is what he's no, saying. saying. Was, okay, what he's saying, where about... the focus is on being known rather than being validated. All right, let's take away the validation because after a while, the, that validation is not necessary. So then, but you still don't argue with my first. You don't disagree with my first point, which is that it's not necessarily bad to have sex simply for the 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 quick pleasure of it. No, it's not bad to have sex for the quick pleasure. I know. I, I that is not a point that I I just I I I think it's fine. But I just think it becomes like eating sugar in a way. It's nice in, in small doses. All right. Sometimes you want to luxuriate in that dark chocolate cake. And you, you taste each bite and you close your eyes and you just love it. No, it's not even and the dark chocolate cake. And sometimes you just wolf it. that thing down because you're hungry. Okay? There's just, there's I'm not even talking about dark chocolate cakes over here. I'm well, talking about a Sour Patch Kid versus a nice piece of straw like a nice strawberry who's having sour patch sex yours sometimes kind of reminds I have, me of sour patch sometimes sex. i have sour patch sex. sweet fucking quick, quick sex yes and that, sometimes that it makes you feel like all right sometimes that was fun. and sometimes it's long luxuriating sex that that really works for both of us and I we both feel fine. like we had a transcendent experience but i can't say that that's going on every time we have sex i, I, I really can't in reality you to, to just be more present with the other person how do you know if I'm present or not? Yeah, I could just tell. What do you mean you could tell? I could tell. Are you in the room with a fucking video camera No, observing? but I could tell from everything you've told me, it's not a very present experience. And also knowing the two of you, I don't think I've ever seen you <laughs> both in the present at any given moment. So it'd be hard at the same time. That's why sex works for us. I think that's why you think weed works for you, but that's also just a distraction. I didn't say weed, I said sex. You literally said the only time you have 
No, I, I didn't say the only time. Rewind this tape, and then you will you will rewind it. Play back. Play, I just said tape, as if there's still tape going on. As I want to hear from our listeners, especially the ones who've been in a long-term relationship. How often do you have this deep tantra transcended sex compared to just quick having fun sex, or do you have it about equal? Is it about the same percentage, or do you not have any sex at all, or do you have sex that's always like fantastic every single night of the week? I mean, just I'd like to hear from people what their sex life is really like. Oh man, we got we had so many. All right, let's do it quickly. Go. We, no, what I we're we're gonna go through this right yes, now. Let's go. What? 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 I thought you said we had so many other emails. We, no, we do. I do, I don't want to just rush through them. We're I think not, we should we're, save we're, them. We're, no, we're going through them. Let's go. No, I th- here's what I think. Which let's let's, let's I go. I think to... we should number one thank our patrons because we got oh, a lot of new yeah. patrons since okay. our our last previous our 200th episode. And you know why I think they're joining? Why? They want to see us get to the 50 patron mark so that we will have the edible inf- edible blueberries that are infused with weed. Of course, so that, that you can go and have sex, transcendental sex with these. <laughs> with my partner? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's not, drugs definitely help that, though. I, I don't know if I agree with that. Have you ever had sex high? No. Then how would you know whether or not you can agree or disagree? Because I've it's been high with another human being, and I am in a fucking outer space area well, you that always, they don't even exist in. You have like a very low tolerance. You, no one told Thank you to. Thank you, either. mother. Well, when you're at a concert, for example, and you're listening to music, if you're high, if, if Sometimes you're in a Sometimes I don't even realize there's music playing when I'm that high. <laughs> I literally was sitting with Gerald the other day. This is this was on our, our, Val, our bro Valentine's Day where we took these edibles. And I, I was looking at the ceiling that had a light show going on, I didn't even realize that he was blasting music for a good okay. five minutes there. This is why I don't do edibles. It, this <laughs> is why our patrons are going to put us in this comatose state, which I, I'm going to just tell you right now. We're only eating a tiny bit of the edibles because both of us have a very low tolerance for edibles. All right. But I don't do edibles. I'm just talking about one hit of marijuana. Okay, so Ben, Mike, William, and Tanner... Thank you guys so much Thank you for guys your for very generous contributions. And for helping us reach the goal of 50 patrons so that Cam and I can take a, a, a blueberry-infused marijuana or marijuana-infused blueberry. Which I would also like to uh, thank our patron, Jean. Oh, why don't you pronounce his name right this time? It, first of all, we have not established whether it's a male or female. Oh, good point. So, you know. But uh, this person did say that uh, I did butcher his or her name, uh, which I apologize for, and it won't happen again. Okay. We got another voicemail here saying, not a dick pic. It's a voicemail? Oh, no, this is just text. Sorry. Not a dick pic, Karen Lee, but I may have slipped you and Cam into my dating profile. Oh, wow. It may backfire, dot, dot, dot. But it might not! Exclamation mark. Patron Aaron. And then he 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 puts a picture of this dating profile. His three icebreakers. I love tornadoes. I listen to a podcast called Sex Talk with my mom, and so should everyone else. I ran only one under four hour marathon and only barely. Wow. Okay. I love first. <laughs> Wait. First of all, I, I love that he's including us in his dating profile. I do too. What does that I mean? I hope that this helps your profile. It has not helped mine, but it may have helped uh, other people's. 
It could help other people's. Maybe it suggests that he's open-minded about sex. That's nice. Please keep us informed. And please let us know if you are also including us in your dating profile. By the way, uh, the you- jury is still out on this girl that I slid <laughs> into the DMs with. We received a voicemail because uh, I asked you guys to vote on whether or not she's going to respond. Uh, I want to play that right now. Okay. Hey, Cam and Mom. This is Amy. I'm calling from Santa Cruz. I just listened to your podcast for the first time. And I listened to an episode where you talk about Instagram sliding. And I think that the chances of you getting to this girl are pretty slim. I think that uh, my theory is that she's trying to dodge uh, saying that she's open to it, but it won't be for a while. That's my theory. And I've been proven wrong many times. Um, so I'm going to give you a 20% chance. The most interesting place I've had sex was uh, with a pilot while he was flying the airplane. It was a two-seater plane, but still, it was pretty awesome. And uh, you guys are amazing. Uh, this is Amy from Shameless Sex, by the way. <laughs> you two are wonderful and such a delight to listen to, and I laughed a bunch while driving through the Bay Area today, so thank you for bringing joy, and I love what you guys do, and love working with you too. Thank you very much, Amy. Pretty slim. Pretty, pretty slim. Well, I'm in Chicago for a little bit, so uh, I'm I'm just building tension right now. I see. She's pining away over there for me, waiting for me to respond after the two weeks have elapsed that she's been super busy. Yeah, she's been super busy. And so I'm going to respond, and it's going to be a wonderful coming together. Coming? C-U-M-M? We'll see about that. Are there two M's? Hmm. All right. I think we need to wrap it up, Mother. Yeah. Well... Let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and the judgmental camis of my sex life. Okay. We just have a difference of opinion here. All right. Well, I'd love to hear from everybody else. Yes, text mom. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for being open enough to discuss this with me. Thank you for not being as judgmental as you could have been. All right. Love you all. Love you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.